Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. We are picking up with a new devotional in the Bible app called The Christmas Story, which is going to go from now until Christmas Day, which is very exciting. Mm -hmm. There's a link to it in the description of the podcast if you guys want to follow along with us. And we're also going to be announcing the next winner of our Christmas giveaway at the very end of this podcast, so stay tuned for that. But first things first, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick it with a Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38, and it says this. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think of what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say that she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. The devotional is titled, Comfort My People. And it says this, The Christmas story is full of surprises. Over the next five days, we'll explore the twists and turns of this ancient account and discover what it means for us today. Does it ever feel like God is far away? Maybe it feels like he's silent or doesn't see what you're going through. If so, you're not alone. Imagine you're a part of a community that's been invaded by enemies. They rule your country and make life miserable. You grew up hearing about God's love for your people. But as the years go by, you might wonder, is God really with us? Mm. This is how many people in ancient Israel probably felt in the years leading up to Jesus's arrival. They were oppressed and mistreated by several corrupt rulers, but many believed God would send a savior to free them and restore them to wholeness. Do you sometimes find yourself waiting and praying for something to change, but feel unsure whether God will respond? If so, you probably feel some of what the people of Israel felt, but even in their waiting, God was with them. But God wasn't just waiting. He was working behind the scenes to do something more surprising and wonderful than anyone could have imagined. He didn't just send a savior. He came in person but not as a powerful ruler or a strong warrior. Instead, he humbled himself, becoming a baby in the womb of a young woman named Mary. If you ever wonder if God is with you, think about the Christmas story, because God is always present and working, even when we don't always see it. 
And that's that confidence that we need to carry when it comes to us petitioning the Lord. Because mm-hmm. I, it is, it is easy for us to kind of fall into this, I guess, cycle where imagine you text a friend and they don't respond. Yeah. Okay. A few days later, you text them again and they don't respond again. Okay. Well, now you want to text them again, but now you think to yourself, wait a second, is this person ignoring me? Like what's going on here is like, mm-hmm. should I not be texting them or what's going on? I just yeah. saw them post on Instagram, <laughs> you know, but yeah. there's this thing where we can start to put that on God. Mm-hmm. We're just like, God, I just saw you bless that person. What about me? Yeah. Like what's going on here? Did you not hear my prayers? Yeah. But Tori just shared this quote with me yesterday. Actually, it was so fire. Do you remember that quote, babe, that you shared about prayer with me? Yes. It was, I'd rather repeat my prayer to God a thousand times than have the devil enjoy my silence. Ooh. Yeah. It like punched me in the gut when I saw it. I took a screenshot. I sent it to a couple friends and then I ended up posting it on Instagram because I was like, everybody needs to hear this quote. Because honestly, for me, in the season of waiting to get pregnant, there were times where I was like, man, should I stop? praying for this like if I continue praying for this does that mean it's an idol in my heart or or is God tired of hearing it because obviously he's heard me before do I have to keep asking for it but it was that reminder of no the Lord wants to hear from me and as I pray my faith continues to build because I know that the Lord wants me to come boldly into his throne room and ask him for the desires of my heart. Cause it says when we seek, we'll find when we knock, the door will be open. And I was just, it was really hard for me in that season to kind of navigate my prayer life. But hearing that like, Oh, if I go silent, the enemy is winning. It just hit me in a whole new way. It was a whole new revelation for me to never stop praying and believing for those things and to keep talking to God. Yeah. And and also just speaking of the desires of our heart, I think that that wrestling with God on that, like say that one specific thing that we're praying for, yeah. it will reveal other things that we need to be in prayer about. Oh, absolutely. Like idling things. Yes. And I remember I heard this story once, which was, um, it's I, I think I've just read it online. I can't remember, but there was this guy who was a devout believer and he had a friend who's an atheist. And long story short, his wife ended up getting sick, uh, really sick. And he would pray and pray and pray for the Lord to save her. And he prayed and prayed and prayed. And she got more sick and more sick. And then she passed. And then one time he was praying and his uh, atheist friend was around. He's like, hey, like, what are you praying for? Like, you prayed for God to rescue your wife. And he didn't answer. Like, why Why is this any different? Like, like, what are you gaining from this? Mm-hmm. And then the man replied, it's not about what I'm gaining. It's about what I'm losing. Yeah. I'm losing my anger. I'm losing my bitterness. I'm losing my resentment. I'm losing my fear. I'm losing all these things. And so when it comes to our prayer life, when it comes to praying the desires of our hearts, we should also be praying for our will to be aligned with God's will. Absolutely. We should be praying, well, God, if you're not going to answer the prayer this time right now, then then please give me peace to embrace your timing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and we can continue to cover a situation in prayer. That way we're continuing to build that intimacy and closeness with God. Yeah. This is a completely side note, but that I love story... Notes just reminded me of the book, A Severe Mercy. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I read this around Christmas time last year and I ended up getting the book for a couple people. 
I'm just telling y'all, like I said, side note completely, but all of y'all should read A Severe Mercy. The yeah. storyline behind it is just incredible and kind of has to do with what you were just talking about. Yeah, it's a very heavy book. So like it is. <laughs> gear up for some intensity, but you know, that's that's not bad. Yeah. You know? No, it's powerful. You ready to pray son out? I am. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for being with us, God. Please help us to trust you even when we can't feel your presence. Help us have the confidence in your love as we reflect on this wonderful story of Christmas. God, uh, we love you and we thank you and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. And it's also that perfect time for us to announce the winner of the seventh day Christmas giveaway, yes. which is a combo of gift cards from Amazon, Target, and Starbucks. Love it. So super excited about that. You ready for the drum roll? I'm ready. <laughs> Caitlin White. Yay, Caitlin. Caitlin White. We're so excited. We're going to connect with you via email and we'll get those gift cards sent over to you. Hopefully, it's not too late for Christmas, but you can enjoy them anyways. Perfect. I love it. And don't forget that you, you are, are God's, God's masterpiece. masterpiece. And, and don't forget, you got to say it with me. And, and don't, don't forget, forget that, that we love you. That we love you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Ciao, ciao, ciao.